0: Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to The Weekly Report. Biden's running out of Ukraine money. Good. When the smoke finally clears, President Biden's Ukraine debacle will go down, along with Afghanistan and Iraq, as one of the greatest foreign policy disasters in U.S. history. Hundreds of thousands have been killed on both sides in the service of the U.S. neocon's long-standing desire to regime change Russia. And let's not forget that $100 billion authorized for Congress to finance the neocon's Project Ukraine, with Russia's control established in the strategic city of Bakhmut over the weekend, the neocon Ukraine project, like all neocon foreign policy projects before it, looks to be progressing rapidly toward failure. But that won't stop the Biden administration from attempting to extort more money from an America already teetering on the brink of economic collapse. And let's not forget the battle over the debt limit raging in D.C., The Biden administration's profligate domestic spending is a battleground for Republican lawmakers. However, when it comes to endless spending on Project Ukraine, with a few exceptions, the two parties are in lockstep. At least when looking at the Republican Party leadership. One thing is sure, we can count on Congress to throw good money after bad. After all, 20 years fighting the Taliban in Afghanistan got us the Taliban in Afghanistan with a cost of perhaps $3 trillion. But the military-industrial complex and the think tanks pushing war and the mainstream media glorifying war all got us paid well. It may seem bleak, but this is where we have something to be optimistic about. As I've always said, you don't need a majority to change the course of the country. A dedicated minority driven by the principles of liberty can produce incredible results. The mainstream media is in a panic over the fact that the $48 billion appropriated for Ukraine, only $6 billion remain. That won't be enough to sustain Project Ukraine for more than a few weeks. With the tide of U.S. public opinion turning overwhelmingly against throwing more money down the corrupt black hole called Ukraine, even unprincipled politicians are going to start listening to the emerging progressive conservative alliance in Congress that's had enough. In Congress, a principled multipolar minority is going to overtake a corrupt and mindless majority bolstered by the American people. And that's a good thing. Election season is upon us, and although we would prefer to have recruited a majority of progressives and conservative libertarians in Congress to our view that a hundred billion dollars to Ukraine and possible World War III is not a good idea, we must nevertheless be satisfied that political realities are in our favor." The Communists talked about the correlation of forces, which took into account factors beyond the military power to include politics and a soft power. With that in mind, it seems likely that as the public mood in the U.S. turns against sending endless billions of dollars to a corrupt Ukraine, With the threat of World War III in the mix, the political animals in D.C. will begin abandoning the sinking ship. With President Biden clearly flailing and with the surprisingly strong primary challenge of Robert F. Kennedy Jr., we should look for lawmakers to begin abandoning Project Ukraine in droves. That movement, led by principled conservatives and progressives, will sink forever the neocon project Ukraine and thus save us from global nuclear annihilation. Hopefully, after this disaster, Americans will turn against neocons once and for all. Thanks for listening.